Have you went through the, the news links, Ricky? I did. I'll take that, that silence as a no. <laughs> No, I did. I'm drinking. Hello? Oh, okay. I can hear you. I can also hear all that. Hair. Oh, God. It's like a hair dryer. Yeah, okay. Hold on. I'm going to try to see if I can move my laptop <laughs> so it's not as loud. So you know, it's okay, Ricky. It only happens when you talk. Oh, okay. for doing a podcast or anything. Yeah, it's, it's probably... <laughs> <laughs> it's wherever you moved it right I'm there, using the, uh, yeah, that's whatever you just did. It's much better. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah, I, guess I thought good. you were going to say it's worse. Get <laughs> back. No, no, no. It's it's better. Um, that's good. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I right. can still hear it. It's just not the horrible knee. Not as bad. Gnashing sound of twelve fans in my ear. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. Yeah. Next so you, time, did, next you, said, you said you did go. go through the news links, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll get started. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll just keep saying that word the whole freaking <laughs> show. We're ready to go. It's only 1230. We were supposed to start half an hour ago. But somebody had to use Linux <laughs> for the freaking uh, – podcast as we all know on the linux cast linux sucks uh actually that's not true <laughs> linux and google suck together uh we all already know that uh no all right so well, google sucks <laughs> yes google sucks google should use linux actually google should use something other than their own uh distro or whatever uh anyways yeah uh, so we have some news uh first of all this is a Linux cast, uh, and we're actually doing an episode. It's the first one of 2018, and it's only March. <laughs> Woo! We, we skipped January, we skipped February, and we decided to come back in March. Ah, uh, who cares? Yep. It's not as if there was any news we or anything. Like, uh, yeah, we were like, fuck it, we ain't got no predictions, so we might as well just take a couple months off. It's, it's, it's Linux. It's like F. XFC, it never changes. Uh, <laughs> so we have some news. We're going to talk about DTK versus QT today if we get around to it. Um, so let's just jump right in. So for the first news, which happened like, I don't know, three weeks ago, is the elementary OS is jumping from version 0.5 to 5.0. This is just, you know, a naming scheme that they're changing to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, Ricky. Have you ever tried Elementary OS? Nope. So, uh, I mean, is it is it kind of one of the smaller distros like Arch? No, it's one or, of the most popular nowadays. Really? Distro yeah. Let's see oh. where Elementary OS okay. is on DistroWatch. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, you you know my thing. I, I plan to. Um, Reload my laptop. Elementary is number seven. Mate, uh, oh, okay. I'm surprised. Yeah. So where have you been, Ricky? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, times. how does Debian compare? Oh, yeah, you really want me to you know, keep that window open? Why would you want me to do that? 
close these things, man. Uh, uh, Debian is number three. So, so it's Mint oh, okay. Manjaro, which oh, is hilarious. Oh. Um, Debian, yeah. Ubuntu, Solus, Antergos, Elementary, Fedora, yeah. TrueOS, OpenSUSE is the top ten. Um, the ones that surprise okay. me are Manjaro is number two. Manjaro is number two. Manjaro is number yeah. two. What the hell? Manjaro is kind of terrible. I mean, every, at least on my computer, I can't get Manjaro to work anymore. It's just so totally buggy. Um, and you know yeah. how I love Arch. Um, yeah. Just regularly installing Arch or using Antergos tends to work a little bit better for me, but it hasn't, even recently on this older computer, just hasn't been working. So I've been using uh, KDE Neon, and we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. So wait a minute. You're on Mint now, right? You're using well, Mint. I mean, I still want to run Debian. I still want to run Debian, but like, what the fuck is up with their installation, man? I couldn't get that shit. I was like, oh fuck this. Yeah, it's about. I, I got it onto a, a USB key, and I got it to. Uh, I booted yeah. from it, and that's about as far as I got. Um, <laughs> so, it was a little. Wow, well, I couldn't even get that far because I had like, where I went, I couldn't figure out where you were pointing me to. Where I went, it had like three ISOs. And they were like this one, two, three. I was like, I'm not gonna make three CD keys. I was like, oh, okay, fuck this. I'll just go with Mint. It's a lot easier. I'm kind of glad I did. So, what what uh, desktop are you using for Mint? Uh, Cinnamon. Mm. Yeah, I went with. The yeah, Cinnamon I like Cinnamon. 64. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Mate. Um, I on my computer right now, I'm yeah. using KD Neon for the main partition. And then I have Ubuntu yeah. Mate on the other side. Um, and yeah. Ubuntu Mate is the one that I know will always work. So, yeah. So, but those are what I'm using. I'm using, and I'm I using don't know. Arch I, think, my... I think the, uh, yeah, I think the Mate that I just ran, it was nice. It was stable. And I didn't have any problems with my, uh, with my, my screen or anything. But it was like slow as shit, man. That thing was like using wet dog shit. It's like, <laughs> I, I think it's the user. Shit, right? I'm like, pretty yeah. sure that it's the user. Right? <laughs> we can just blame you. Nobody else and, has it. And, and it was hard for me to install a lot of stuff, which is, which is pretty much why I left it. Which is weird because it's just Ubuntu, right? But I mean, with Mint, like I've got Sublime installed, like Terminator Desktop, like I just type the shit in and it point it pops up. Like I tried to install Sublime on Mate and it was like a pain in the ass. That's weird because I don't have any problems with it. Yeah, because you know I'm doing the Python programming course. Yeah, I wanted to get Sublime. Um, just, you know, to, to use that as an IDE and, oh, fuck, it was so hard to get it. I was like, okay, forget this. I'm not even going to bother. Mm. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I've been having some problems on KD Neon getting some of the, <coughs> the stuff to install in the command line. Um, but then it, yeah. then in KD Neon, it uses Discover, which is like KDE's default oh, GUI package yeah, manager. Yeah. And, and Discover is terrible. I mean, it's it's probably the worst GUI package management system out there. Um, so mm-hmm. I installed um, Synaptic. I also installed oh, um, yeah, yeah. one of the other ones and gave it a try. Um, but apparently installing yeah. multiple 
GUI package managers. Like it's a really bad idea <laughs> <laughs> because they're all they all manage them slightly Gee, I differently. Why. <laughs> so um, yeah, that I was an experiment that did so well. Um, but it's, anything is better than Discover because Discover was just bad. Uh, it's about the only thing I dislike yeah. about Katie Neon right now. Um, all right, so we didn't even uh, really talk about the elementary OS. So, so you have never used elementary OS before, Ricky? No. See, no, I, I you mean, I, think, I like. I think I've. I think I've heard of it, but like for me, with Linux, I only know about the big boys like uh, Mint, Debian, Sushi, Ubuntu. Um, First of all, can we just correct your pronunciation of sushi, man? This is not fish. It's Susan. <laughs> Open Susa. Come on. I'm a noob, and, and I know that. Uh, Ricky, you fired. It's sushi because sushi tastes so good. <laughs> First of all, gross. I mean, and cook, your, cook, cook your fish, man. Cook uh, your fish. All right. Anyways, elementary OS looks like Mac, so I thought maybe you would try it, but apparently not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I might right, so give it a, I might try. It's based on Ubuntu, but they have, yeah. uh, from what little bit I tried it, is they seem to have uh, apt, the, the apt system from the, the terminal, like, disabled, so you can't install from oh. PPAs. Oh, so, um, you so you have to use their, like, you have to either um, use their GUI, which is, you know, okay. Yeah. Um, or you have to go through and in, install. You have to do some tweaks in order to get to uh, yeah. install p from the PPA the repositories. So yeah, that turned me off like right away. Oh. You know, I I do almost all my installing nowadays through the command line unless I'm using Arch, um, and yeah. then I use you know um, uh, pack uh, uh, pack Mac. So um, yeah. Right, so let's move on to the next one. Oh, so yeah, well, I'll, we'll see how Mint goes for me, because I'm loving it right now, so um, we'll see how that goes, and then yeah. if it fails on me, I might try out the uh, elementary. See, I try, I'm, I'll probably try Mint again when it goes to version 19, um, yeah. which, which should be in April or May, which would be nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, the next one we're going to talk about is Ubuntu's adding a, a minimal install option. Yeah. So basically, there'll be an option, and when you install Ubuntu, uh, to just install the basics. So, uh, yeah. a, a web browser, the file management system, uh, the do the document and image viewers. Um, but you won't get things like Thunderbird. You won't get things like Rhythmbox. You won't get LibreOffice. Um, what's interesting about it is this, they're not doing it like you would you'd think they would do it because so the ISO is still going to remain the big like two gigabyte ISO. Um, yeah. But you'll have this option in that ISO to go through the middle install and then it just won't install those things. Um, it mm -hmm. it would have made more sense to me a little bit that they would go through and have a, like a separate ISO for this. That way, uh, not only would you be able to have the minimal install, which would, would be great for system resources and um, maybe customizing your distro a little bit, but you would also be able to, for people who want to uh, save, you know, internet downloads for people who have like data caps or whatever, you can make the ISO yeah. just a little bit smaller. That would make a little bit more sense to me, but we'll, yeah. we'll, I, guess we'll I, I know this is also coming to Ubuntu Mate <laughs> in, in the 
1804 in April. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know about the other Ubuntu flavors. Probably Budgie will add it because Budgie seems to follow along with this stuff. But I doubt like XFCE or um, Lubuntu yeah. will add this because they don't change very often. Hmm. It's, it's weird. I don't know how I really feel about it because... I mean, on the one, it would be good if they had, like, like you said, if they had a separate ISO without the stuff, so it's smaller. Because, I mean, when I load it up, like, I could count the amount of times I've used LibreOffice, Libre, Libre whatever the fuck it's called. But, you know, like, I load in my own stuff, right? Like, Sublime and Terminator and, you know, like, uh, um... Telegram and, and Veracrypt and like I, I go in and you know some of their stuff I, I do use so I, it's kind of weird because if they just take everything out you know what I mean like I mean I use you know like for instance um, Mint comes with GIMP you don't have to get it uh, what else is transmission is in here those all come with Mint you don't have to get them separately, right? So if they take everything out, you're kind of like, it sucks, because some of the stuff that they have is good. So it's like, how do you know, right? So I kind of see their point. So I don't know. It's hard It's hard for me to... You know, they could always go through... The problem Problem with what I'm about to say is that you, ha- you, you have to for sure be connected to the internet. Um... But they could, oh, go yeah, through, they could go through and make sure, make like a checklist of stuff that you want, like in the installer. So you go through the installer, you choose your yeah. keyboard layout and, yeah, your, and, you and your, uh, your location and stuff like that. And then they give you a checklist of the things that you want to install, you know, LibreOffice, Telegram, Thunderbird, things like that. And then it will install those things. But if you leave those things unchecked, it doesn't. So I think that that would be an amazing yeah. way. Now, the only distribution that I know that does this is Antergos. Um, and that installer is probably the best installer yeah. I've seen. I mean, obviously, Antigos is mostly just flat plane arch, right? Um, but for when you go through the Antigos installer, it first allows you to charge, choose which um, distribute which uh, desktop environment you want to choose to use right in the right in the mm-hmm. installer. Um, so you don't have to you know download several different ISOs to try the the, the DEs. And then it has a like a checklist or whatever of yeah. several different applications and browsers and things like that that you can just check on, and then it will install those or it won't. Um, so I think that Ubuntu would come and do that. Yeah, could do that. But again, you'd have to be in, uh, connected to the internet, and not everybody can do that. So, all right. So uh, know, let's go ahead and move to our main topic, is... Ricky. I don't really want to talk about Ubuntu collecting data because I really don't care because I don't use Ubuntu. Um, but people were up in arms about this like last week uh, because Ubuntu is going to collect information yeah. on your uh, your installation. So during installation, they'll collect information about like what graphics cards you're using and stuff like that. I mean, it's all going to be anonymized data, and it you can't opt out of it. Yeah. Um, but, Why would anyone be <clears throat> like? going crazy about that like i mean i don't care if they if they check what video card I'm I, I think that the reason why people care is because it opens the door to them collecting more data in the future more, you know, so if you, okay, if, yeah, if you opt into this they, they're worried that maybe 
that you're automatically opted in to sharing other things that are part of your system. But I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I just don't see that. I mean, uh, canonical. Well, maybe the evil of the Linux world is not Microsoft. <coughs> so, um, maybe I just, maybe I'm just a little bit too trusting about it. But um, I, I really don't care that canonical is doing it. I, I, I care that like Windows does it because Windows does it like across the board, and it never actually like presents you with an like in Windows. It can it collects all your data automatically, and in order to mm. turn that off, you actually have to like be a, like a, a a Windows certified technician in order to go in there, dig into the settings to find it. Um, so that's the problem with Windows. <laughs> um, anyways, so let's jump into GK, yeah. GTK versus QT. Um, so okay, if you're new to Linux, you're probably wondering what the hell these things mean. Uh, GTK is the framework to create. Uh, graphical user interfaces that is predominantly used on GNOME-based systems. So, Flat GNOME, Budgie uses it for now. Um, uh, mm. Elementary OS uses it. Uh, Debian uses it. Um, if you're using GNOME and Debian, uh, like Fedora, if it's using GNOME, uses it. So, um, that's what GTK is, um, and, and it's it's also what you use. When you want to theme your 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 Linux uh, desktop environment, if you're using a, a GTK based uh, desktop environment, then you're using GTK based themes. Um, Qt, on the other hand, is is similar, mm-hmm. only it's predominantly used by uh, KDE and uh, LXQt. I think those are the, really the only two main ones right now that use the cute the cute. As they call it, uh, framework for graphical user design, and you you can tell, you can kind of tell the difference between the two if you've used several different desktop environments because they do look different. They they do uh, um, cause the system to theme itself differently. Um, so um, if you use if you like if you use KDE, you can see that it has a certain way about going about theming the system, where compared to the way GTK does, because there's some things that GTK won't theme at all. There's some things that QT won't uh, mm-hmm. theme at all, and that's usually because it uses yeah. the, uh, the posing framework. Um, so. Basically, yeah. that's what these things are. And I mean, we're asking the question, which is better? Um, and, I, and I'm kind of up in the air on, on which one's better. Because as you know, Ricky, I'm a KDE fanboy. I love KDE because yeah. of the customization. Um, but I think <laughs> that GTK does theming of applications better. Mm-hmm. Um, simply mm-hmm. because there's more themes out there. And it seems to be like if you want to install a theme on straight up Ubuntu, you can download it from the internet, move it to a particular mm-hmm. folder through the terminal because you need you know root access or whatever, um, and then just use GNOME tweaks to change yeah. the theme. In KDE, it's a little bit different because you can't just download from the you know like a from the browser and, and move into a certain folder. At least I've never been able to figure out how mm-hmm. to do it. Um, you used to be able to go into the, like the the settings or whatever and install the theme from there, but you can't do that anymore. They took that option out. Um, also, from a QT perspective, um, it, the customization of of it is a lot more granular. So, like, um, 
in KDE, you can change the overall theme. You can change the look and feel of the widgets and the panels. You can also change the window, uh, the window appearances. Um, so it's all, all these settings are in different spots. So it's a little bit more, it's more professional in terms of you have to have a certain level of knowledge in order to use it. Whereas QT is just, you set the theme and you're done, right? Mm-hmm. Ricky, when was the last time you even used KDE? Jeez, I can't even I can't even think about it. I mean, for me, like with the saying, I loaded up the latest Mint, and Mint's kind of using a fork GNOME, and and I like it, I really do. But I mean, put it up like what? Uh, Friday, so uh, Monday, something like that. Wednesday, maybe. So I mean, a couple days. I haven't even finished installing all my regular apps. You know, much less the customize. But I do like it. How customizable it is, we'll see. Um, you know, like for instance, when I first loaded it up. I don't very much like Windows, which is weird. Um, I don't know if I'm if I'm used to that, or I kind of like when it looks like Mac. So it's got the dock and stuff. That's why you should use Elementary because like it looks like, like Mac. Windows. Yeah, um, but I was saying even when I first installed, and the desktop icons like they're huge. So I started looking like how can I just change the size of them and I tried a couple things and but you know like do a deep dive I'm sure if, you know if I look deeply or put a lot of I, I, I probably could have gotten it done but like I said that I'm, I'm getting all my apps on there and stuff so you know, for sure, when I start theming and stuff, then I'll know for sure. But I'm I'm digging how it is so far on on the homish looking. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the thing about cinnamon is that. Oh, okay. it's, yeah, yeah, I, I I was there with you. I was. Uh, you're you're a little bit delayed. Um. Anyways, the thing about cinnamon is that it's, yeah, uh, it's it does totally use GTK and it does and it's it's supposed to look like Windows because that that's kind of what they were going for. Um, cinnamon yeah. is kind of like the the newer version of Mate, so it's it's a little bit based on Mate, yeah. but it's it it's more of a instead of it being a, a GNOME two uh, continuation, yeah. Uh, cinnamon is a, is a GNOME three fork, right? Yeah. So and and they made it look like Windows because they wanted to, um, they they want to draw people from Windows and make them feel comfortable, right? So, um, that's it's a yeah. little bit harder to make a Windows look like in Q, in Qt, I think. Um, although if you just have a straight up KDE install, it does look almost precisely like Windows. Um. Yeah. Now, one of the things I like about KD is I can go through and make it look not like Windows because if I was going to use a, a thing that looks like Windows, I might as well just use Windows. Um, yeah. So, um, and the same thing with Mac. I don't really, I, I like docs and stuff like that, and I like the look of Mac OS. Um, but if I was going to use uh, 
something that looks like macOS, then I might as well just use macOS. Um, I want to use something that, that I think that's one of the biggest things that I have a problem with is Linux is that they don't have a look. You know what I mean? Like it, you, it's great that you can customize Linux. I love the customization of Linux, and that's one of the reasons why I love KDE is because there's just so much customization. But out of the box, if you go through and you install Ubuntu, yeah. or if you install, uh, um, you know, you know, any other distro, it doesn't really have a look. I mean, especially Mate, Cinnamon, KDE out of the box, they look a lot like Windows. It's one of the reasons mm -hmm. why, despite myself not actually liking Unity, um, Unity had a distinct flavor and a distinct look to it that looks nothing like windows and that was great i think that was great and um, yeah while they they're using gnome and it still looks a lot different than windows um i think that they're going to drive a lot of people away because a lot some people just don't like straight up gnome plus they took they took out i mean yeah one of the like the only reason why gnome is like tolerable to me when i use it is because you can go through and install extensions and make it so that it works in uh, 1710 Ubuntu and 1804, they've taken out the ability to add extensions in it without going through and doing some tweaks or whatever. Um, so they've made it harder to customize. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just not okay. Um, but that was totally off topic. Um, I don't know. As we do. <laughs> yeah, who cares? You know, we have show notes. We just never follow them because who cares? Show Nobody notes. cares. What's that? Well, you know. uh, <clears throat> the funny thing is, I just tried to get into it now from this machine, and I'm getting old show notes. I don't know. You know I don't know. Like I said, I'm still not done with this thing yet. Maybe I got to look into the wrong link. Or, they're probably our old show notes. These show notes are actually from February 16th. Um. <laughs> yeah, the one I, when I just tried, I'm getting the ones from December. Oh, yeah, you're in the wrong ones then. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. We're almost done. Uh, let's go Bye. ahead. Guys, I don't worry about that. Ricky, yeah, do, we don't follow the show yeah. notes anyway, so who cares? Um, let's jump into the Pixel League. Do you want to? <laughs> do you have a pick? Do you have the pick, a pick of the week? Yeah, I do. I, I put it in the other show note, which is when I realized, wait a minute, this is from like December. <laughs> but yeah, I got a pick. All right, go ahead and you you do your pick then. Okay. All right, so my pick is uh, Gparted. Um, if you use Linux, then you know what Gparted is. Um, you can install it in your distro, or you can go and download the ISO and burn um, like a live Gparted uh, disk. And so Gparted is, is basically a partition manager that <coughs> lets you resize your disk and you know do other stuff to it, format and all that fun stuff um really great you got the gui so you, you know for the people who aren't really into um the command line uh that's really helpful um yeah i really like it i've used it ever since i jumped into linux um so yeah uh just tried to use it again after i set up uh, mint because i wanted to do a dual boot with kali um, but I set up Mint using the uh, LVM, so I, I don't think I'll be able to dual boot. Um, I'm, I'm just going to run a separate uh, hard drive. 
but anyways, yes, G parted. Great program. Oh, y'all done there, Ricky? Yep. Yeah, I think I lost him. Ricky, are you there? Yeah. This is what you get when you use Linux. <laughs> it does not do well with Google. Uh, for some reason, yeah, Linux is not, it just does not like Google Hangouts at all. We should use Skype next time, Ricky. We'll try Skype. Yeah. All right. Let, yeah, let's try Skype. We'll do that um, next time. All right. Anyway, so my I pick of the week, if, if you can hear me, Rick, yep. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Just a little bit late. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do my pick of the week. Just uh, I'll, I'll do it quick. I love KDE a lot. I'm a fanboy. Um, but I, it, and I love Arch. Um, but for some reason, I can't get Arch and KDE to work while on this computer. There's just some bugs that I can't get figured out, um, at least lately. So I installed KDE Neon, which is the distro from the KDE project. And I'm really surprised. It's really good. Um, I don't have to use NVIDIA's crappy proprietary drivers, which don't seem to want to work on this computer at all in any distro ever. Um, so I'm, I'm able to use the open source drivers, and I've been able to tweak it just enough that I can get rid of the screen tearing, which seems to be an inherent problem in KDE. I've gotten rid of that. Um, yeah. The only problem I'm having right now is that the screen flashes every once in a while, but that's not completely annoying. Um, but other than that, it's, it's running really smoothly, and it's really great. Um, the problem with is I had to go through and install all the programs because KDE Neon is kind of like a minimal install thing. It doesn't come with LibreOffice or Thunderbird or anything like that. Um, so mm. KD Neon is my pick. You should definitely give it a try because it's, it's kind of like a it's kind of a rolling release. Only I mean it's based on Ubuntu, so the underlying uh, distro stays the same, but the KDE desktop environment on top of it gets constantly upgraded. Um, so it, it kind of fills my, my need for constant change and uh, broken computers and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So uh, that is it for today. Um, kind of a, an abbreviated short discussion because Ricky took forever to get on. Um, we'll just blame Ricky because um, it's definitely Ricky's fault. It's always Ricky's fault. Um, anyways, that yeah. is it for us this week. Um, we will be back uh, in late March with our next topic and our next uh, bit of news. Um, and Ricky says he's going to use uh, Ethernet next time this newfangled experiment called ethernet. Um, and we'll try to use Skype next time to yeah, get rid of Google. Try that Google out. sucks. Uh, anyways, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so email at the linuxcast.com. You can find all of our past episodes on the linuxcast.com. <coughs> you can follow us on Twitter at the linuxcast. I'm at MTWB on Twitter and at MTWB on Mastodon, which I've never actually used. I have an account there, but I never use it. Um, and Ricky is Ricky underscore women's one. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Linuxcast. Uh, and again, we'll be back in late March. We'll see you then. Ricky says bye.